What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. What it do, baby? What it do, Clipper Nation? Welcome back to Shoot the Trey. I am, of course, your host, Trey Gamble. And welcome back to yet another episode. We are now on episode 21. Tonight we are in New Orleans where everyone hates to play, where everyone on Clipper Nation hates to play. It just seems like every single time we go to New Orleans, everything just goes wrong. And tonight is no different from that. Uh, I'm going to try to get this over with because I'm pretty... Fr- I'm not frustrated. I, I mean, the Clippers were due for a stinker, but um, this is the first time I'm recording a pod without watching the entire game through. I do have like the whole ESPN stat thing uh, right in front of me right now. Um, just kind of have the play-by-play thing going on while I'm recording this pod because it's not really worth even watching the fourth. The Clippers are down 25 points right now, so it's just not even worth watching. Um, but I mean, I mean, I'm just more. I'm more. Uh, I am disappointed. I mean, even though I knew this was coming, uh, I mean the Clippers were due for a stinker, like I said. And tonight, it sucks that tonight had to be the night. Um, I mean, the Suns won tonight as well in uh, in New York. I mean, Chris Paul had like seven straight points in a row to close out the the, the Knicks in the Garden. Um, really, really insane sequence from, C- from CP at the end. Um, and I mean, the Jazz are currently down right now as well. So it uh, looks like they might lose that game. But there's still four and a half minutes left in the fourth. They're only down five to Minnesota. But uh, Minnesota, I think, has won both of the games versus the Jazz. Uh, so they're going for a sweep, as odd as that is. But, um, I mean, it's just been a weird season in terms of how just some nights uh, the Clippers and other top teams just forget how to play basketball against bottom feeders. And, uh, I mean, this Pelicans team is atrocious. They're 26-34. and 34. And they're a 500 team at home, but they've beaten the Clippers twice this year at their house. And um, yeah, but before we get into that, let's get into our buzz around the league. We got a few things uh, to go over tonight. Um, I'm sure you guys all know the Clippers signed DeMarcus Cousins for a veteran minimum for the rest of the season. So he'll be with us on the playoff run. I mean, by all means, I hope Serge Ibaka is coming back very soon. Um, It's been updated that he has been... Uh, doing four on four stuff, and he also posted a video on Instagram of him doing his rehab. Um, he had some like uh, I don't know, was it kettlebells or something in his little uh, uh, like uh, hot tub or whatever he was doing. Like he was like jumping with them, like squat jumps or whatever, um, in the water. So uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to him coming back. Um, it seems like he's getting closer and closer. I mean, he's doing some encore work as well, um, as Ty Lewis said in uh, pregame pressers, um, and he says shoot around and stuff. So. Um, hopefully we can get him back right before the playoffs so we can get him uh, a few uh, games under his belt um, coming off the bench. I'm praying that's what his role is going to be, um, is coming off the bench. Um, so yeah, uh, Clippers signed to Marcus Cousins for the rest of the season, as they should have. He really deserved it, and he's just been great, man. He's been really, really good. Uh, well, he hasn't been great. He's just been, he's been really, really good um, for what we got him for. Um, couldn't ask for much more of DeMarcus Cousins. Um and next we have, uh, I'm sure you guys all know this, um, one of the worst injuries. I, I feel like I've said that a lot this year, like not even on the pod, just uh, in general. I feel like I've said this a ton, but the Devin Kennedy injury, man, um, oh my gosh. It was, I'm sure you guys have seen the video, but if you haven't seen the video, uh, don't look it up. Do not look it up. Uh, it's it's really bad. It's just He went out to uh, contest a shot. And it was on the fast break, and he, like, landed on his right ankle. And I don't want to get too graphic and, like, totally explain it, but you can see 
his right ankle was bleeding really bad. You can see it on the It was just gross, man. I don't want to get too much into it, but prayers up to him for a speedy recovery, man. Um, I didn't really know. I don't know much of him, uh, to be quite honest with you. I just, unfortunately, the video came across my timeline and um, it was just disgusting. Um, so hopefully everything heals up uh, okay for him and he comes back better than ever. And uh, another injury uh, thing we have on the uh, agenda is John Wall is done for the season. I mean, the Rockets aren't playing for shit anyways, so it's just like a minor hamstring thing. And, uh, yeah, so John Wall is done for the season. Um, and, yeah, that doesn't really matter. I mean, the Houston Rockets, are I think they're legitimately last or, like, second to last in the last. So who cares? But uh, prayers are for John Wall for a speedy recovery as well. And uh, let's get into another thing that uh, really got the attention of uh, Clippers Twitter today. Uh, let me actually find the tweet just so I can name, you know, I think you guys all know what's coming. All right. I got the tweet in front of me. And um, at ESPN NBA tweeted this uh, at 12 p.m. And it was right after the signing of DeMarcus Cousins. And I know you guys all know what I'm talking about. And the caption was, with Cousins signed for the rest of the season, can the LA, can the Clips make it out of the West? Question mark. I emoji. And the picture is the Clippers. It's their six man quote unquote core that ESPN came up with. And so it says uh, in like red uh, a red like banner up top. Los Angeles Clippers core roster. Let me name off these players, yo. Rajon Rondo, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Patrick Beverly, Serge Ibaka, and Marcus Cousins. Those are the core guys that they put up there. And let's see, how many of these guys should not be up here? Hmm. One, two. Two of these guys should not be up here, at least. DeMarcus Cousins and Rajon Rondo are not a part of the core. I don't give a fuck what you say. Um, and those two guys should be replaced by Evita Subots and Marcus Morris. That's about it. You can even put... You can take out Serge Ibaka and put Nick Batum in there. That's probably what I would even do. Those guys... Three, half of the guys on this graphic should not be on here, which is funny as hell to me. I mean, the ESPN, ESPN is, they, all major media outlets have completely ignored the Clippers all season. And now that they're posing themselves as a legitimate threat, they're scrambling to find any information regarding the clips that they can put on their, uh, Twitter page for clicks. It's just, it's totally obvious. I mean, uh, it's just annoying to see, but it's all good. It's what I'm not going to really get on that, but. It was just super funny to me um, how the ESPN has just been ignoring us, and then now they see the Clippers are the hottest team in the league, and they're posting shit now finally. So what's whatever. I don't really care. I I don't pay attention to like the national media anymore. To be quite honest with you, I stopped after the last season, um, so we're not on that anymore. But anyways, let's get into our going into tonight segment. The Clippers get Rondo back tonight. Uh, really good, really good stuff. Obviously, you know Rondo. Has been really, really good. And the Clippers are like 11-1, now 11-2 with Rondo in the lineup, I'm pretty sure. or It's it's either with him in the lineup or ever since they've gotten him. But um, he had 5 points, 5 assists tonight in 22 minutes. Didn't do a whole lot, but he did Rondo things. Um, minus 11, 2 turnovers, 3 fouls. Um, and no uh, Kawhi Leonard, of course, and no Luke Kennard for rest for whatever reason. Um, Luke is sitting out tonight. I don't mind it, but I mean... Uh, it sucks. I love watching Luke Kennard play, but uh, I mean, I, I can't really blame him. Rest, rest the guys that we're gonna need. But I'm not sure how much Luke's gonna play in the playoffs. So I'm not sure how much we really, really needed to rest him. Um, I don't think he's gonna. He's definitely not in the top eight, um, in my opinion. Um, 
for playoff minutes. Um, it's I think at this point it's pretty obvious uh, that he's not going to be playing much in the playoffs. I mean, I do think he'll have his moment, but I don't think he's going to be really seeing much of the floor um, at all, to be quite honest with you. And the Clippers will clinch a postseason berth with a win tonight, and they obviously did not win tonight, so that is still up in the air, but obviously they're still going to be in the playoffs. And th- that just makes the Phoenix game on Wednesday that much bigger, man. It can really decide the two seed. It doesn't really make the Clippers more favorable to get it, knowing that Phoenix won today and the Clippers lost today. Um, today was a really, really good chance to get um, – to almost to be two games back still, but the Clippers have lost tonight, and the Suns squeeze out a win in the Mecca. So uh, that sucked, but it happens. It's whatever. Um, and tomorrow, well, not tomorrow. Wednesday marks one week. One week of Kawhi being reevaluated. I think it's Tuesday. Actually, I think I wrote that down wrong. Tuesday marks one week of Kawhi being reevaluated. Um, but we could see him um, in Phoenix. Um, if he is clear to play, I'm not quite sure if he will. I probably, I, I'm gonna say he doesn't play because if he just gets cleared and without like any practice or anything, um, I don't see why they would play him. Um, I mean, I think the Clippers are just gonna stay the three seed at this, the three seed at this point and, uh, have to play Phoenix in the second round, um, and traveling to Phoenix for game one. Um, I mean, I don't like that, but I mean, I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. I do think the Clippers will beat the Suns in like six games. Um, to be quite honest with you, I mean, I have my reasons for that, but when the time comes, we'll do a series preview on that, and I'm going to be doing that for all the future playoff rounds, you know, I'm going to do a series preview, recap all the games, of course, and then, you know, just what I've been doing uh, right now, obviously, but, I mean, uh, yeah, so Clippers are probably going to be the fucking three seed or whatever, but it's all good, it's whatever, um, and the last time the Clippers were in New Orleans, we lost by 20. And that was a really, really bad and low point for this team because a lot of people, like, including myself, are really questioning if this team really had it. Because I mean, it was it was like tonight, to be quite honest with you. I mean, the Clippers uh, were down fifteen to twenty most of the night, and they just couldn't ever really get it going. But I mean, after this recent stretch, the Clippers have been on. I'm not worried about this game one bit. I'm not worried about them one bit. But I mean, last time the Clippers were in New Orleans, uh, about a month and a half ago or whatever, I don't even remember when it was. Uh, the Pelicans dropped 135, it was like 135 to 115, and the Clippers have never gone, at that point of the season, the Clippers haven't gone on some dominant stretch where they've won like 17 out of 20 games or whatever. They've always, at that point, they were still subpar on defense, they were league average on defense. They were still really good offensively, but they just could never string it together defensively like that, at that point, uh, at the first meeting in New Orleans, but... I mean, this ha- these past six weeks, the Clippers have been the best team in basketball. So at that point, at this point right now, I'm not worried about them one bit. This is just a really bad shooting night from the Clips tonight. They shot 40% from the field and 32% from three. Um, they did make all 15 free throws, but who the fuck cares when you lost? I just hit my mic. I apologize. But all right, enough of that. I don't have a whole lot uh, on the game tonight. I mean, it's nothing really much to take away to be quite honest with you i mean it's just a really bad game a really bad paul george a really bad marcus morris game um shooting the ball um but i mean marcus morris had some tape on his shoulder um i was kind of confused as to why that was the case i don't know obviously that means he probably hurt something or did something to it because why the hell would he have tape on um i don't really know and paul george came out aggressive man he was good off the rip but then he did that thing man it pisses me the fuck off with Paul George is that he tends to float, man. He really does. He just tends to float sometimes. He just, he came out so aggressive. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, we're going to get another 25 shot attempt Paul George game. That was not the case. 
he came out super aggressive and he didn't take another shot for like until like the end of the quarter or towards the end of the quarter it was so annoying and then he came back in later in that second quarter didn't really do much i mean he handled the ball did his thing or whatever he just he just didn't shoot the ball man it was just super annoying i mean especially you know on these nights where he's been so so good he's been so so good without Kawhi leonard in the lineup um, he's been so aggressive all the time. Just tonight was just weird, man. He only played 25 minutes tonight, obviously. Blowout game. Who cares? Um, but, I mean, it was just a rough start for both teams offensively, to be quite honest. And then the Pelicans squeeze out a 22-5 to run. And it's just, you see that a lot, man. The Clippers don't ever punch first. It's so annoying and weird. I don't know why it happens. And a lot of it has to do with Patrick Beverly being out. I mean, the Clippers just don't have energy in the first quarter for whatever reason, like ever. Um, it always takes them to take it. They always take a punch and they come, they punch back twice as hard usually, but that wasn't the case tonight, obviously. And I do have the final score now, 120 to 103 Pelicans win. Clippers only lost by 17, which is, uh, kind of a blessing. I thought we were going to lose by 30 to be quite honest with you. Um, but I mean, who really cares? I mean, a loss is a loss. Uh, the Clippers just got, they got outplayed tonight. Just that simple. Um, I mean, Zion is just unguardable. It's just crazy. I love watching him play. Uh, a lot of their guys have really, really good shooting nights. We'll get into all that st- those stats in a minute. But uh, where was I at? Yeah, 22-5 Pelicans run. The Clippers never punched first, and that was pretty much the game right there. Um, Amir Coffey checked in, had some good energy off the bench. He hit a three right off rip, and then he had a nice little pull-up midi. Uh, really, always nice to see those guys at the end of the bench, you know, taking advantage of their opportunities. That's what I love to see because I can relate a lot to that, like myself, man. Because I was never a guy that played a whole lot, you know, in high school or whatever. I, I, I think, like, the main reason for that was my body. I was way too skinny. Uh, way too skinny to, you know, play significant time. And it sucked. I mean, I wish, you know, looking back on my high school days, I wish I would have, like, worked out more and taken it more seriously. But, I mean, I'm just, like, I'm six foot and I'm, like, super lanky and long. It's just, it's just not a good recipe in high school ball when you're not very strong. And, you know, whenever I did get my opportunities, man, I took advantage of them. And a, a lot of these guys, you know, Amir Coffey reminds me of that. Luke Kennard reminds me of that when he's, when the team is fully healthy. Yeah, Luke Kennard reminds me a lot of myself, as weird as that sounds. I mean, obviously nowhere near the talent level, but, you know, take, just being the guy that takes advantage of the opportunity when he gets very, very limited opportunities, just being that guy uh, that can come in at any point of the game and hit a couple threes here and there, whatever, and... Amir Coffey was that tonight, man. He did pretty good. Um, he had 12 points in 23 minutes, 4 or 9 from the field, 2 or 5 from deep. Got to the line twice, did his thing, 2 or 2 from there. And it's just, Amir's been good, man. He's, just, I, I think I've said this already in the past, but he's on my next season's roster. If I can somehow retain him, I do think a bad team will probably give him some money and be like, hey, uh, we'll play you like 18 minutes a night. If you, we just want to see what you got. We'll sign you to like, a minimum deal uh let's just see what you got uh we'll give you some significant run i think he will take that and i think he should take that uh if that opportunity does present himself itself but um if we, the clippers can retain amir coffee on like a really cheap deal i would definitely definitely look into that i mean he can play man both ends i mean the, obviously the three ball is not there yet i mean just the jump shooting in general is not there but he's long he can defend he can he's a slasher he can slash Get down to the hoop, or sometimes uh, he's just—he's good, man. He's just a solid guy. I do think there is a future in this league for Amir Coffey. Um, yeah, but like I said, I would definitely keep him around if I'm able to. Uh, Demarcus Cousins checked in off of that fresh new contract, that that new new pen to paper signing. Ink probably smelled really, really good when he was signing that thing. Um, 
He checked in. He was good. Uh, he had three buckets in a row in the post. He had a nice spin on Hay- Jackson Hayes. He did a little baby celebration thing where he just puts his hand like really low to the ground like he's too little. Uh, that was pretty funny to see. He did that like two or three times. It was funny to see. Um, so, but DeMarcus Cousins did, uh, did well tonight. Obviously, he's amped after that contract. Um, and the Clippers, uh, I mentioned it earlier, they shot really bad from three. 14 to 45 for, uh, tonight, 31%. And a lot of these threes, man, were wide open that the Clippers normally make every single night. Um, it's just a really bad shooting night. Um, and you don't see that often from this team, from the, or should I say from the greatest three-point shooting team of all time. You don't see this very often. Uh, just a really poor shooting night. And it's a make-or-miss league, man. If you're not shooting the three-ball well in general, you're just not going to win. It's not just like a Clipper thing. But if you're just not going to shoot the three-ball well, you're very, very – it's going to be tough to win games. And um, – yeah, it's just that simple. Um, the Clippers briefly had it within single digits. I tweeted on Twitter. I was like, hey, if you can get this down to eight or nine or just single digits in general uh, by halftime, we're set. Like, we can go on this run. Nine points is nothing. But that was not the case. Um, the Clippers had it at nine. Then the Pelicans got back-to-back and ones, and they pushed the lead to 14. And at that point, I was like, fuck, man. The momentum is all with New Orleans at half. I'm ready to chalk this thing up. Uh, I did end up watching the third quarter, but I mean, it was just more of the same. The Clippers still couldn't buy a bucket. Paul George was still doing his floating thing. He, I mean, we'll get into that in a second, in that second half. But let's get to our halftime thoughts. Not a whole lot, uh, but Paul George only had seven shot attempts at half. Um, concerning, really concerning, considering he had like four within the first like two minutes. Um, he just has to be more aggressive and he has to be more assertive. But he's been so so good. As of recent, uh, I'm not going to be too harsh on him. And the Clippers just couldn't buy an open three. And that happened, yep. it just It's one of those nights, man. Get to the second half. Paul George came out aggressive again. He took the team's like first four shots, and he didn't shoot for the rest of the game. <laughs> he quite literally did not shoot for the rest of the game. Finished with 11 shot attempts, 3 of 11, 1 of 6 from deep, 9 points, minus 14 for Paul George tonight, 4 turnovers. More turnovers than field goals made is never a great sign. It will never, ever be a good sign. Uh, just a really, really bad Paul George night. Uh, it's just that simple. Him and Marcus Morris both were really bad from the field tonight. Um, I don't even want to do the math on that shooting percentage. But it was bad. Let's just say that. The Pelicans pushed it back up to 17. Um, at that point, the game was over. I felt like it was over. And I was correct. It was over. The Pelicans ended up winning by 17. Uh, Clippers had eight turnovers in the third. And I didn't fucking watch the fourth, lol, uh, who cares, but, I mean, enough's pretty much been said, I mean, Clippers lost tonight, suffered their 20th loss of the season, excuse me, they're now 19 and 12 on the road, let me actually refresh this to make sure this is correct, yep, they are 19 and 12 on the road, uh, I don't even want to read out these final stats because they're really ugly, but the Pelicans, their starters, they shot really, really well from the field, Zion was 8 for 11, B.I. was 6 of 13, Hernan Gomez 5 of 7, Lonzo was 7 of 14, and Bledsoe was 6 of 13. So pretty much all their guys shot above 45% from the field in the starting lineup. So that's never a good recipe um, for uh, the opposing team. But it's all good, man. The Clippers were due for a stinker, like I said a few times already. It's all good. Uh, but we got a big game on Wednesday, man. I'm so excited for the game against Phoenix uh, on Wednesday. So no pod tomorrow. We'll be back against Phoenix. And I am so locked in for that game. I cannot wait to see what goes down. It's in Phoenix. So 
Um, hopefully we get Kawhi. I said Claw and Kawhi. And try to combine the two. Hopefully we get Kawhi back, but we'll see. I'm not counting on it, um, and I wouldn't count on it if I were you uh, getting Kawhi back. Um, but hopefully he at least gets cleared um, to go back to bas- regular basketball activity, um, and hopefully uh, we can get Serge and Pat back sometime soon. Um, hopefully uh, we can just be healthy going into the playoffs and. Yeah, so I think that's going to pretty much end it. If you guys did enjoy, make sure you guys do follow me on Twitter and leave some feedback at TreyLAC underscore. That is T-R-E-Y-L-A-C underscore. I really do appreciate all the love and support. I really, really do. Thank you guys again for tuning in, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.